advise you to get off the streets as quickly as possible. It'll soon be a war up there. And we are, as a people, opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths. I know for a fact. And to secret proceedings. Weapons of mass destruction. I have a dream. I take the threat very seriously. A new world order. Your government thanks you for your participation. You are now listening to the world-famous Sofa King Podcast. Please, read from sheets. I am. I am. Sofa King. Sofa King. Now repeat all very fast, please. I am. Sofa King. Faster. I am. Sofa King. No, not so fast. Lose its meaning. I am Sofa King. You say funny things. Oh, yeah, we didn't pick a hot sack winner. <laughs> We're professional. We got this. We Say got a, all right, Dave, pick a first name. Steve. Steve? <laughs> Fucking shit. Uh, what's a good last name? <laughs> <laughs> what's a good last name? Yeah. Hey, that's a nice last name, man. I like it. Something that, something that uh, someone might not have. Steve Barrymore. There you go. <laughs> really to Drew Barrymore. Yeah. That's close. Had, Not, had, I know. We had plenty of love on. We'll we'll pick the. We'll do the uh, winner next episode. Unless there happens to be a Steve inside one of the posts, that'd be impressive. Not there's there's it. not. No. There's not. Oh yeah, it would be a different username. Right. There's some good stuff on Facebook right now though. Is there? Pick mm-hmm. one. Pick one. You always rely on us. And do anything for yourself. I got to say, we've been getting a whole lot of El Yucateco love on the, um, on our subreddit. When you're throwing out them gold. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing out the, cause we've been, as I've mentioned, I've been given, we've been giving out, um, Reddit awards and coins, um, for people who post El Yucateco. Uh, we usually give out the, there's, there's one that's called toasty at home because it's toasty. Um, Hmm. so this week I think maybe Three toasty at homes, two silvers and a gold went out. So if you're a redditor, you know that the, what that means. And yeah. a lot, you know, typically when you get gold, like when you see someone who gets gold on Reddit, their comment is, "Holy shit, I can't believe I got gold." Um, but if you make a legit post, then it might be gold worthy. So. Yeah, it looks like you gave one to Small Hands. <laughs> Smell of cabbage. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, it's just a very Mexican feast. It's a. It's a. The dinner doesn't look very good, and there's a Modelo by it. So she's I a, gave that one a toasty. Yeah, toasty. Way, her name's Waylo. It's like Waylo? the Mexican version oh, yeah. of CeeLo. She's yeah. Waylo, fool. Waylo, Waylo, small hands. <laughs> Waylo down. Fool. So did you pick one, Brent? Uh, you guys just started talking about all that oh, fucking. I, no, I was that yeah, was called filler. <laughs> oh, but you sound like you really wanted to do the no, fucking. Uh, no, no, no. The Reddit. Was, that was pure filler. So you. Could, oh, I, I, I bailed out. I was trying to fix the audio on the live stream. Okay, we'll pick Everyone said they couldn't hear us. We've had plenty of El Yucateco talk for the episode, so we'll we'll give out our hot sack on the next yeah. episode. There we so, go. Sure. Yeah. Sounds good. We'll forget. So. No, nobody's getting it. This I'm gonna way. write it on my hand. Oh, no. yeah, that, that always that works. always works out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> always works out. Yeah. T for so, remember. Yeah. So the other thing um, that we always like to do at the top of the show, um, as you know, is we like to thank our patrons. We've been getting a lot of love from patrons. Um, people have been uh, giving their hard-earned money so that we can uh, keep going. A lot of uh, studio expansion went on uh, this week and is still going on. 
uh, better equipment, but you know, more, more shelves for the whiskey wall. Um, Brent's been down there hustling and getting stuff set up and we couldn't do it without the patrons. So we always want to thank some of them. So first and foremost, we want to thank Blogorama. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I think that's an Indian skating rink. It's where you can Is go. Blogorama? Yeah. Or it's where a bunch of nerdy people just go and skate and, and do their blogs. Oh, maybe. Yeah. yeah. They're all just kind of, they all just look bored. They're, just, they're not yeah. really doing any tricks. They're just skating in straight yeah. lines with both. When they're not, the when they're not doing the chicken dance, they I are blogging. Yeah. I thought it was B-Log-O-Rama. It was a porn site. B-Log? Yeah, it's mostly That's my, just, that's my porn yeah. name. That's oh, where they... B-Logs, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they ram logs into themselves, <laughs> men and women, yeah. Whatever orifice they'll fit in. Mm-hmm. Right. Big, small, short, long, yeah. And then, you remember this guy, Jack Roberts? Mm-hmm. No, I don't. Me neither. I never heard of that guy. Yeah. You remember that Jack? guy? He sounds basic What's as it? fuck, honestly. Jap Roberts. <laughs> what kind of name is that? <laughs> that's, a, that's right. Who the Jack. fuck could name their kid that? His parents Jap are racist. Roberts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope born with a, a I hope he's Asian. Born, born <laughs> with a flamethrower? <laughs> <laughs> uh, His date? mom just thought she had gonorrhea and it was just she was yeah, having <laughs> Jap Roberts. <laughs> Dana, Dana Downing. Yeah, oh, Dana Downson and Downson. Yeah, that last yeah. name is not gonna. Yeah. There's two. There's two paths that that yeah. that, that name leads yeah. to. One. Yeah, she's down. either permanent knee pads. Exactly. Yeah. I'm sorry, Dana. Oh, are you a cementer? No, I just get blowjobs for <laughs> yeah. a living. Yeah. Or she's very asymmetrical. Yeah. yeah. Um, Lane Schiller. You remember her? Is that a girl? I yeah, don't a girl. A girl. Remember him. It's a shim. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice sexual yeah. segue. Yeah. <laughs> I remember shim. Uh, oh, Lane, Lane you, Schiller. You the old, in, the, in the early 2000s, they would sell the sexual segues. Yeah. yeah. Sexual segues. Yeah. Yeah. On genderbender.com. Yeah, yeah. They weren't very popular. Yeah. You know, they're like a regular segue, except you're supposed to have sex on it. Yeah. Just in case you ever find yourself in this situation, here's a few segues for yeah. you. Yeah. And then, um, Kaysen Bowie. He just, he just floats. He yeah, just goes out to the ocean and floats around. He's a body surfer, but he doesn't do much body very surfing. nautical name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I thought it was Casey. Boy! It That's what be, I thought yeah. at first. That's what I thought. But then with the name, it doesn't He's get just, much wider than Kaysen, yeah. so I don't think it was Boy! I think it was like a new I think he's just really, off he, the he's a really... He's just really annoying. Like he's like a wannabe, like he's like a B-Rad. What is he from Malibu Jeezy? Was it? And he's just, he thinks he's black. He runs around. Boy. I don't know what Malibu Jeezy is. No, uh, Malibu is Dang, you're out black Dave just now. No, it's white. He's a white guy. Oh. Yeah. That's- Malibu, <laughs> Mal- Malibu Jeezy sounds black as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I out, thought for sure. I thought Brent. that was like a. Yeah, I thought it was like a fucking Brent, out black Dave. <laughs> like a, on the same comment. Early nineties <laughs> like no. black cartoon it came on after B-Rad Fat Albert. From what? <laughs> Malibu Jeezy comes on right after from Fat Malibu's Albert. Most Wanted or whatever that movie is. Fucking B Rad, B Rad Jeezy, whatever his fucking name is. You're digging way down the unknowns. No, you've never seen. You're like 20 degrees from Kevin Bacon right now. You've never no. He's That's in how the movie. Far no one knows. He's in the movie. Oh my god. Kevin Bacon <laughs> in Malibu's Most Wanted. Kevin Bacon's in Malibu's <laughs> Who's on first? I'm just saying. Oh. You've never seen Malibu's Most Wanted? It's a very obscuriosity. It's where B-Rad comes from. People say B-Rad. I made a that's, new word. That's where it comes from. All right. I'm just going to agree with you so, it's, so it ends. 
<laughs> is this over yet? No, I'm just saying. I don't care. It's annoying. Clearly, you, you do. No, I'm just surprised you've never heard of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, be surprised. I am. Be rad surprised. Be rad surprised. Ah, I knew it. I have to look this up. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, you guys are both gay. <laughs> you guys don't know about Honolulu Sunshine? Never seen it. That's where Be Surprised comes from. No. Nope. 2003. Yeah. <laughs> so sad that we don't know that. He's thinking if Kevin Bacon's in it. <laughs> That's the new thing when someone's way the fuck off. They're 20 degrees from Kevin Bacon because mm-hmm. everything's seven degrees away. Yeah. Yeah. He probably produced it or something. Pretty black movie, man. I'm, I'm, uh, I definitely <laughs> lost some points on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, okay. I think I broke even. Jamie Kennedy is the star. Yeah. Doesn't and he thinks he's white. black. But he then, thinks he's black. He bangs a black chick, though. Tate he has a black Diggs, girlfriend. Regina Hall, yeah. Anthony Anderson, Blair Underwood, Snoop Dogg. Uh, Brent looks confused. Damian That's Wayans. a black movie. That's a black movie, bro. I said no, it was it's black. it's not. That is, too, because no, the star is white. Doesn't mean you. No, with Jamie Kennedy as the headliner yeah, and Ryan O'Neal and Bo Derek playing his parents, like, that's yeah. pretty white. But they're making fun of white people. It's a bunch of black people Jeffrey making fun of white no, people. It's not. Sure. No, You have to watch it. Terry Crews. Yeah, I guess I need to watch this. Probably awful. <laughs> yes. Is it awful? <laughs> no, it's, you can watch it. You, I put it I put it's a tea on my that was my question. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. I mean, it's it's a movie. <laughs> it's a movie. <laughs> Dave laughs already faded away. He's gone. Wow. I don't know about Malibu's most wanted. Just put just go on Facebook and ask if you should or or Reddit, and then they'll tell you yes or no. But if you haven't seen it, I guess you have to see it. No, I don't. Yeah. True. No, that's not my that's fine. No. Yeah, you haven't even seen Forrest Gump. Yeah. True. Why did I expect you saw something else? I don't know. <laughs> Does that clear me from yeah. everything? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dave, you've seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're fine. But Brent, he watches stupid stuff. He should have seen it. I don't watch shit like that. <laughs> Like I don't watch. Like, it's not Doctor, scary at all. Doctor Doctor scary. It's not scary. Yeah, but I don't it's watch like Doctor Doolittle. Why would you say uh, that? Because it's corny movies, like cheesy movies. Because like there's scary. black people in it. Yeah, it's black why, people in that's it. That's why it's. He thought it was a horror exactly. movie because there's black people in it. Yep. That's <laughs> black exactly people scare right. me. It's the same as a horror <laughs> yeah. movie. Snoop Dogg. No, he thought it was Tales from the. I hood. walk across the street. Yeah. You've never seen Tales from the Hood, Brent? No, I have not. Oh, that's a must see. Yes, I don't know. It is an absolute must see. That's a must see. Elon Musk see. You know what another must-see is? A website what? called podbelly.com. That is a good website. Mm, it is. Yeah. What if you're blind? Speaking uh, of. Does it have a web braille? Probably. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that up, Dave, because Podbelly is actually running a promotion this month, mm. and you can get a free sticker. They're giving away 200 free stickers with shipping. doesn't matter if you live in fucking Latvia. You can get a free sticker. Um, and well, there's a coupon targeted. code. And you can only get the two, the coupon code. That was targeted. It's yeah. kind of spiteful, um, too. Yeah. Even if you live in Latvia. Yeah. Arvids, you, you want a fucking sticker? Yeah. You piece of shit. <laughs> piece of shit, you funny looking ogre man. <laughs> so the, the, the coupon code is not being publicly posted anywhere. You can only get it from listening to podcasts that are on the Podbelly Network. Luckily, you guys are already listening. So um, the coupon code for the free sticker is Kevin the Pig. Dave is dead over there. <laughs> Funny looking ogre. It's all love. That was all love, Arvids. Brad loves you. I have a four year old at home. Like, how else am I supposed to bag now? Like, that's, that's. So, anyway, if you want a free sticker, it's an I Love Bacon sticker um, with Kevin the Pig on it. Mm. And uh, 
that's how you get it and it's free so you can go to podbelly.com forward slash shop add it to your cart and use coupon code kevin the pig yeah you heard it here while, fatty, while supplies last there's only 200 stickers that's probably going to go pretty quick is fatty lard slim the vegan going to put the bacon sticker on our car probably you think so yeah it's not really bacon you know hmm. it's virtual bacon it's sticker hmm. bacon that's like okay a, then like virtual blowjobs is that okay dave it's bacon there you go there you are check check covered <laughs> a hearty laugh mm, that really got to me it was the delivery. It was, it was everything. It was the, the proper word choice. It was the delivery. <laughs> it was grand. As always, if this is your first show, nothing's going to change. No. Mm-mm. No. So our topic today was um, one of the the topics that I didn't expect it to happen on this one, but it did, and it was one of those topics that took me a lot longer to research just because of infinite YouTube rabbit holes of watching George Carlin stand up clips, um, through, through the years. Um, but our topic is the comedian, George Carlin, um, up front. What are your guys like pre pre episode? What are your thoughts on George Carlin in general? Well, I already told Brent, he's the, he's the black Richard Pryor or the white Richard. The, Pryor. He is the white Sorry. Richard Pryor. Yeah. He's the white Richard Pryor. Yeah. Like he's, I think he's a funny guy. He made me think of Willie Nelson too. Cause he went from like, you know, primped and wearing a suit with a little businessman haircut, mm-hmm. like out there giving shows to conservatives. And then like Vietnam came around and he went fucking ponytail jeans and a t-shirt smoking pot, talking shit, anti-establishment, yeah. you know, it reminded me of that too. Did what worked. Yeah, I mean, and he actually um, I don't have it in my notes, but one of the articles that I read said that he when he started, like when he signed, once he reinvented himself, we'll we'll get there um, as the sort of, you know, counterculture guy. Um, When he signed with a record label, it was really hard for him to he was already signed with record labels, but it was hard for him to find a new record label for his new angle. Um, And the record label that signed him had just signed Richard Pryor. Like they only had a handful of comedians, but they were willing to take risks on people that everybody was like, you can't fucking say that. So, yeah, yeah, he probably and realistically, the way stand up works, he and Richard Pryor probably knew each other from, you know, opening for each other for a million sets at the same clubs and and whatever the the case may be and one thing that's if if you haven't listened to or or watched really i think george carlin is a big reason that so many comedians get televised specials now because george carlin just knocked him out of the park one after the other for hbo it really made hbo the place to go to do comedy specials like in the 80s and 90s um but yeah, he made, he made it a thing. Yeah. So it wasn't just recording. It was, it was, you know, cause it used to just be albums. Um, but yeah. he really made it like a, a televised medium doing a stand up special. And one of the things that was unique about him and two different articles mentioned this, <clears throat> but not in any great depth is they said a lot of what he did, you know, a lot of his comedy wasn't so much like I wrote a bit and I'm just being funny on stage so much as it was, it was long memorized monologues. That shit was fucking crazy. Like I watched a couple of those. Like he has the advertisement one mm-hmm. and it's just like fucking low price, just like your neighbor available Warner ships in two weeks. Like he just fucking goes off until he runs out of breath and everyone starts clapping and you think, wow, that was impressive. And then he fucking does it again. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, Jesus Christ, his memory skills 
Like I could never fucking pull that shit. But off. I mean, like, all, I can't you know, yesterday. most, I can't, can't say all of, of a majority of standups are going to, you know, you write your material. So you've got your jokes, but you're still sort of telling a story, letting the jokes organically fold into them. Yeah, they probably look at like a cue card or something or something taped to the floor and they kind of get, oh, yeah, the story about the school bus. This leads to that bit, you know, but and I'm sure his was like, I'm sure he did that as well. But he like his biggest bits, the things that made him the most famous were flat out written, memorized monologues that he delivered so well that you just feel like it's off the cuff and he's just going on a rant, you know, but um, it was like song lyrics or something like he just knew them by heart. Well, that's how I've I've seen uh, like Lewis Black uh, right. mm-hmm. live mm-hmm. Uh, oh, on the you? same tour. Yeah, on the same tour like three times. So like I saw him in Vegas, I saw him here in town, and I saw him in L.A. I want to say, mm-hmm. and he did the same bits, but they were funny, right? But almost they almost felt different because right. he he threw in a little bit different stuff, but they were the same bit. You right. know, you knew the punchline, but the story. <clears throat> had something different to it each oh, time. Dave, you, know? you do that every fucking year. I mean, how many different ways can you talk about MLA format? You right, know what I mean? And right. tell the same yeah. fucking reference, same yeah. story. Yep. And you, you probably spice it up a bit. I'm sure you go into autopilot for the most part because yeah. it's the same, it's yeah. the same information. Like algebra is algebra. You know what I mean? Geometry yeah. is geometry. Like there's, there's only so many ways to say it instructionally and give you the information. The thing that's weird about it though. And I, I'm pretty sure I've said this on the show before is it's like, if I'm like, I try to work because the, the half the shit I teach is so dry and so boring boring. I try my best to be funny. Um, even though like three people in the room laugh, you know, um, but I'll be saying some boring ass shit about, you know, sentence combining and coordinating conjunctions. And like, I, I start to think like my brain goes down this path to a joke. And as soon as it gets there, I realize, Oh, that's the joke I always say. But like, as I'm talking, it's like, I'm these ideas are percolating and it's like, Oh, that kind of reminds me of this, which reminds me of that. And I could probably say this, which I say every semester and I'll say it right now. And it's like this weird setup that happens in your brain where it's like, you're just doing your thing. And then the joke is already inbuilt. And it's just a matter of trying to act like you just came up with it for the first time, you know? Um, Yeah. But it just happens. It's natural. Like we were saying last week, if we got rid of one of our tracks, would we just respond the same way? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. A year later from an old episode, you probably would crack the same joke. Yeah. You know? So he was a huge worker, Carlin, before we get into his, his uh, background. So in an era when the tonight show was the place, like if you listen to any comedian, um, that started when Carson had the tonight show, every single one of them says my career was made the moment I went on Johnny Carson. Like, that's it. Like that was, if you were a comedian getting on Carson made you a professional stand-up comedian and Carlin did the tonight show 130 times. That's wild. Yeah, I, damn. And I, I, I think I read you had down in your notes too, uh, that he substituted or something. Does that mean he actually was a host when host? Yeah. Whenever, cause Carson would, would take off a lot. So they would always get like, even Jay Leno was a long-term substitution for a while. You know, a lot of people would, you know, be, be regularly asked, you know, the show must go on whether Johnny's there right. or not. So no, he did that. All. He actually was on the tonight show back when it was Jack Parr before it was even Johnny Carson's tonight show. So he, he predated Johnny on the tonight show, but so that's crazy. That even tells you like the level of fame that he had as a comedian, because most people are like, I was lucky I got to do Carson once. You know, he fucking did it 130 times. 
Um, and even when he was older, he would usually do about 150 dates a year doing his, his stand up. So he was just a road guy all the way to the end. Um, and he even talked about, he, he had a, some, it ran like three or four years. He had a sitcom on Fox. Um, and he said that he really enjoyed the, he loved doing the show and he loved the money of the show, but he said that every single time he was on set, it just, he felt like it was keeping him from his real job, which was being on the road, doing comedy in front of audiences. That's what he loved. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, he, uh, everything he was the, he's the, he plays second place behind Richard Pryor on comedy central's list of top hundred comics of all time. Um, probably okay with that. I I bet you settle in. Yeah. When that happens, you're probably like, well, fuck, that's fine. That's Richard Pryor. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like, I don't know. Like somebody like that, you're probably feel like you're on the same level or better. You know what I mean? Like depending on, you know, you're like looking at it objectively from our seat. Right. Yeah. That's good. But you know, for him, he's probably like, ah, fuck. Yeah. This fucking guy. (laughs) Right. You know, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I could just say the N word, I'd be right on top. It's all it is. God (laughs) damn it. All it is. It's all it is. If I could have just burnt half my face off with a crack pipe, they would have given me that sympathy vote. Um, so, uh, but then on, uh, uh, five days before his death, he was awarded the Mark Twain prize. Um, but uh, he he got it posthumously, obviously. But um, so his background, uh, he was, and again, I've said this before when we get into comedians, if you're at home, if you got nothing to do, you might want to pause the episode and dive down some Carlin rabbit holes for a little while because his shit is unlike anybody else's shit. Like his, his comedy is so unique and so cut. Like he just cuts society to the core in his comedy like in, like yeah. in ways yeah, he, that no he obviously has a huge he's hugely opinionated like politically and he, he works it in there but still it's like he wanted to say all that shit but he's like i could get away with it if i make it funny right i mean if i don't trust the government that's how yeah, yeah that's how works, everybody does yeah it. yeah and the funny thing is it's like when if you go on youtube right now you'll find a lot of like websites or a lot of YouTube channels that take an excerpt of him ranting about the government or him ranting about controlling people or whatever. And you can tell by the subscriber, by the comments below, by whatever, that the poster of the video is like an extreme, like right wing person using Carlin's words. And he wasn't, a, he wasn't right wing. He said in an interview, if I had to place myself on the political spectrum, I would call myself just left of center. So more hippie smoking pot and shit. Maybe, maybe the spectrum has shifted though. Maybe the things have changed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think his, I mean, your, if you're railing anti-government, it's going to be picked up by the right wing, you know, especially if it's as eloquent and as cutting and as witty as, as his is, I think at the end of the day, he probably would have either been delighted that they were using it at all or more likely appalled that they were using anything he did to further a political agenda. Um, but you oh, will, sure. you'll, you'll see those other, there's one and I'll post the link in the show notes. There's one group that just, they do like the, you've probably seen like videos where someone will be drawing on a white screen while word, you know, to narrate what's yeah. being said. There's a guy who's really good at it and he does a bunch of different big speakers and Alan Watts and all these people. And he's got a couple of Carlin ones that are, that are pretty spot on. I'll post one of them in the, in the show notes. But um, so 
he was born um in way the fuck back in 1937 in Bronx, New York. Um they were raised pretty much by his mother. Um his mom was a secretary who worked like crazy to be able to support her children. Her dad um was basically madmen. He was a Madison Avenue, you know, national uh, sale advertiser, you know, uh, person, but he was an alcoholic, just like Mad Men, the TV show. And his mom couldn't take it anymore and just took the kids and left him. So um, she ended up uh, like downgrading her lifestyle to get away from an alcoholic and to to have a better life for her kids. Um, yeah, I guess he wasn't actually abusive to the mom, uh, but he was to his brother. Like oh, really? he said, uh, I watched interviews. Yeah, he said he never touched my mom because she had four brothers and that wasn't going to fucking happen. He get his <laughs> right. ass kicked. But he beat the shit out of his brother with a fucking like leather sandal every day. Wow. And so at two months, he said his mom was like, I'm not going to let my kids go through this, especially not the baby. And so that's when she left. Right. Because he just, was... Uh, George was actually, two months he, old when when yeah, they, yeah he said he never met his father he said at right. some point in time something happened with uh, alimony or something where he almost met him but he didn't mm. he would have liked the Sid joke <laughs> have you yeah. seen my dad <laughs> me neither me neither <laughs> that was that was the best joke yeah. Sid may have ever made <laughs> um <laughs> so he went to a high school in the Bronx um but throughout his high school year, like everything that you read said that he did really well in his studies because he was an exceptionally bright individual, but he was also constantly kicked out of his high schools because he was such a shithead. So yeah, like total attitude, you know, uh, uh, problem. He would hang out with the, with the wrong crowd, you know, of New Yorkers. He was smoking Um, pot before it was cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, he he did as he was a uh, kid. He stayed. He spent a lot of the summers at Camp Notre Dame in uh, New Hampshire, and um, almost every year that he went there, he won the camp's drama award uh, for doing scenes and comic bits and and acting or whatever. And like towards the you know very end of his life, he said that when he's dead, he wanted to be cremated. And that lake where the camp is, is one of the locations where he wanted his ashes spread because he, he thinks so fondly of his time at that camp and his time on stage at that camp. Um, and it's like, I can just, I don't know. It's like, I look at that and I'm just like, let your kids do shit. Like yeah, Lake Winnipesaukee. You know what I mean? Well, like, like you know, it, you know what happens when you go camping though. Everybody looks at your dick in the shower. So well, not, just, you got to accept that. that. You, it's, it's, you have to accept that's it. All it's you, just yeah. that's happening. It's you. a rite of passage, yeah, basically. To you. I'm just saying, like, yeah. I feel like his time on that stage, the fact that that's a place he wanted his ashes spread, it defined and it defined his life. Yeah, too. like for sure. he he looked back at that his entire life. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I have things like that, you know, where I was able to go do something, and you look back and you're like, man. Like, I'm glad I was able to do that. You know what I mean? Right. And Brent, you know, boy's looking at his dick in the shower. shower. He's, he's glad. Yeah, he's glad. You know, it, it defined his life. Look yeah. at the podcast. Yeah. I mean. So he ended up going to a religious school. Um, cock fat shaming is not okay. I mean, any kind of what fat shaming. Cock oh, fat shaming. Cock yeah. fat shaming. Yeah. yeah, it's not okay. Any kind of fat shaming is not yeah. okay. What? It's like to get that. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't know, Dave. It's a very particular issue I had. Um. So he attended a religious school, um, for a portion of his time, um, like super strict, like fucking, uh, knuckle thwacking nun religious school. 
and uh, like raised knuckle flacking nun. That's my band. Knuckle flacking. Knuckle flacking nun. That's a band for sure. Yeah. Is it punk? Like what is it? They're gonna be at Jerry's on Friday. It could be a boy band. That'd be great. Feels feels like it's like half punk, half ska, maybe. I think boy bands need a new face. You know what I mean? The knuckle flacking nuns could be it. Like we could dance and sing love songs. You know. Is there a male nun outfit? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. First hit. Their weird. first hat will have none of yeah. that. That'd be weird. Their, title, their, <laughs> their title album, Alter Boy. That. None of that. Oh, wow. <laughs> Get on your knees, Alter Boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. later. That's after one of them breaks off. Yeah. Pray to the candlestick. On his solo album, Crucifixion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it was just Brother Nun. That's our names. Uh-huh. Hey, Brother Nuns. Yeah. So um, in 1954, when he's 17, he enlists in the U.S. Air Force as a radar technician. Um, he didn't end up going overseas or anything. He didn't go to Korea. He he was stationed in in Louisiana. And um, over the next three years, he got his high school equivalency because he dropped out. Um, he got three court martials and numerous oh, disciplinary punishments. Um he had it framed. I saw him reading it. He re- he read like his discharge papers and some of the disciplinary stuff. And it was in a frame when he was holding it on the interview. Like That's he framed it. Well, yeah. he got a general discharge. He didn't get a dishonorable discharge, but three court martials and multiple disciplinary actions isn't an ideal military career. One of the things he got in trouble for, I guess, is like one of the like drill sergeants or someone important, <laughs> someone of authority. They said was kind of a nervous guy and he, sh- he had a shake or something was wrong with him. And he played like shake it up and like oh, dedicated fuck. it to him. And then that was, that was the final straw that he played shake yeah. it up in honor of that guy. And that guy had some pull. So they, they, kicked, they kicked him out. Right. So in, he ends up uh, after the discharge, he starts working radio jobs in Boston and in Texas. Um, and he ends up teaming up with a guy named Jack Burns and they do a morning show in Fort Worth, Texas in 1959 and apparently they were very, very funny together um, doing just, you know, morning on air radio. And they ended up forming a comedy team and they started honing bits and characters. They actually released an album um, under Burns and Carlin. And they would play at a hmm. coffee house, like little shithole, you know, gigs they could get, whatever. But um, ultimately they ended up getting an audition tape. And they sent it to a, a radio station in Hollywood and they liked them and hired them and brought them out. So while they were in Hollywood starting in like 1959, they could start to do different coffee houses and comedy clubs. And um, I'm sure the comedy scene was radically different in 1959 than it is any, you know. Uh- I was just about yeah. to say, I mean, not even the fact of like how many clubs are and how common comedy is now, but like, it's crazy to see how much comedy of that style has evolved. Like when you watch that little thing with Burns, like it's so goofy and corny and oh, like weird, like, like campy, like, and you wonder like it has comedy evolved like to, yeah. to its point, to its oh, pinnacle well, of, of what it's going to be, or is it going to be in 20 years? Are we going to look back, you know, cause right now you can look back at yeah. Dana Carvey yeah, and he's yeah. doing church lady and you're like, that's yeah. weird. That's a little, yeah. little off. Steve Martin, a little goofier. And you start well, looking back saying, at that stuff. Steve, it's really Steve Martin. Silly. Like what's the movie with Steve Martin where he's like blackface and like fucking like the, the comedy in it, the jerk. Yeah. yeah. I watched that movie and I'm like, 
it's not funny to me. Like that's what I'm saying. So right now, really, like you're looking, okay, Kevin yeah. Hart or whoever yeah. the fuck it is. Are we gonna in 20 years be like, look is what they're saying? Like, yeah. is, has it? Well, society have you know changed. What? You in know some what? Way? Though, if you look back, like just say like five years. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. the comedy's still funny. I think comedy has evolved to where like the stuff that they're talking about are kind of everyday life issue like type things you know a lot of the stuff and so it, it is funny i guess when you're talking and about it will kids, stay fun. It's okay, yeah but when yeah, you're talking kids, about like current things events. like that yeah current events i and and yeah i don't know like yeah because i was watching george carlin different. and yeah. he's talking about clinton and things and you're like yeah oh, it's hard to like right it's hard to laugh right. at because it's like yeah. that's it was relevant at the time yeah 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 i also think i don't know because i i can watch some fucking old weird comedy bits and i don't it's weird like i don't laugh at them but when but you they think do it's their funny. thing, I'm like, oh, that was funny. Like that was well, like yeah, M- Mitch know. Hedberg I can, is kind of timeless. That's timeless. Yeah, no, that's he does like, like flat out funny, like laugh out loud, funny. But like Stephen Wright, like, the depressed guy, that yeah. guy still fucking makes me yeah. laugh. Yeah. Like, and and it's like if if it's yeah, like Mitch Hedberg's gonna be if you like that type of comedy, right? Right. It's it's for any time. Yeah, it's never gonna change. I've heard all the like I know all the jokes. I know yeah. them all, and I no, still fucking laugh every time. Well, I, like I, pro- I bet I've heard them all. Oh. I don't know if I have memorized, but I bet I heard them all. Yeah. Um, but even so, he loved his time at this radio station when it was when it was uh, when he was up, teamed up with Jack Burns. Again, like as he's older, he tends to to reminisce because when he finally got his his star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, he requested that it get put right in front of the KDAY studios where he started in radio in Hollywood. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I didn't know you could request where you want it. Where did you put your star? Where did you put your star, Dave? Uh, I don't know the region. It's gotta be a certain region of Hollywood. I don't, I don't know the region well enough to say. Hmm. I want mine in front of an adult theater. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Mine and yours right next to each other. Oh yeah. I want, but our stars have to be tilted where the points going into the other one. (laughs) Our points are inside. Yeah. 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 Can my point be inside your crevasse? Sure. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Um, so you say it that way. It sounds French and more sexual. Yeah, that's true. While they were uh, performing and then he, you know, he started to stand out on his own and, and do some stuff. Um, he he and uh burns ended up splitting up so he started to focus more of his attention doing his his own things and finally doing his own stand-up because it was all sort of skit work that he did with burns and once he started doing stand-up in hollywood um the legendary comedian lenny bruce saw him and immediately mentored him and started showing him how to do the business and how to do what you do and i haven't listened to a whole lot of lenny bruce but I was like, once I started reading how close he and Lenny Bruce got and that like Carlin was there when Lenny Bruce gets arrested for, for vulgarity on the stage, I was like, what is it? You know, I went back and started listening to some Lenny Bruce shit and he says some shit that I'm kind of surprised at. <laughs> like, yeah, no, he was the one that he like, he did the whole seven cuss words. Like he said, cock tits, ass, piss, motherfucking, you know, whore, yeah. whatever he says and gets arrested. You know, uh, right. Joe Rogan talks about Lenny Bruce all the time yeah. being like an inspiration. One he, of the pioneers of comedy. He, like I, I watched one whole bit where he was like talking about like he was basically talking about black people 
And he was, he kept like setting up these jokes in these weird ways where the audience was like going along with like the typical racism of the day. And then he would turn it around to make the entire audience look like assholes because they actually thought <laughs> that. And that's fucked <laughs> up. And he would do it in such a like, I mean, his comedy was very unique. It's very old. Again, it's not like typical stand up. He's very fucking angry that just anger seethes out of him. I watched one where he was on a, like a just a regular tv show and he promised you know as he started he was like you know when they when they booked me they had me go over all the material i was going to do because as you know Mm -hmm. um i'm not very television friendly and everybody laughed and you could tell he was like reining himself back and he was just walking that edge of what was probably allowable in like 1955 and even some of the shit he said i was like i can't fucking believe you said that on tv like so he, he really pushed some buttons and he really uh, tried to which which Carlin does as well it's like he's not just doing this stuff just for a laugh he's doing it to gut society and show how fucked up everything is and get a laugh you know what I mean yeah um yeah, yeah because he, as he got older too like he has life experience things start to happen like Vietnam and whatnot yeah and you start to have opinions about things and you can't just fucking smile through some bullshit routine and like yeah. mind your manners about things that you have a, a strong passion for you know, politically or, or whatever it has to be in society. Right. So he just finally just couldn't do it and fucking let it out and said, fuck it. Yeah. Like to the point that like fi- to his financial, you know, ruin for a little yeah. while. Cause he's making serious fucking money. Yeah. yeah. So and he, then he's doing tons of gigs in Vegas, just in a suit doing straight stand up. He's, um, constantly on, uh, the tonight show. He got, uh, uh, he was cast in a comedy called Away We Go in 1967. That was a TV show on CBS. Um, he had albums coming out. Like he was a he was, you know, he wasn't like the top comedian in the world, but he was making a lot of money as a comedian and he was very successful. And once he started hanging out with Lenny Bruce, um, and seeing, oh, you could do this in a, a different way, the like even his managers were just like, You don't want to do that like that <laughs> like you, you to your detriment yeah, yeah 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 they they um they they said that oh and by the way even even in his like his straighter days that was when he was he was at the show where Lenny Bruce got arrested for obscenity and the police started to um detain members of the audience for questioning to find because they wanted to get as much as they could against Lenny Bruce. And when they asked George Carlin for his identification, he said he didn't believe in government issued IDs and that he never got one and he never he never would. So they ended up arresting him and he rode to jail in the back of the same cop car with Lenny Bruce. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to trying to ride that coattail celebrity. And that's kind of crazy though that you get arrested for just saying like shit fuck piss. Right. You know, like back then, dude, that was a. I mean, think about. I know, but what Simpsons about, started doing some shit. Yeah. Then South Park and Family Guy really fucking yeah. pushed that shit through. We're American allowed Dad, to, we're you know, do stuff that like stuff that. Now. Yeah. Back then, man, you couldn't do that. No. Yeah, like, but why? I mean, you know, it's weird. A, well, that's and that's one of whatever, George Carlin's you know, like, like famous quotes is talking about like what's wrong with words. Like that's yeah. his whole routine is well, it's, it's freedom it's, of speech. It's the context in which we have emotion for the word. Like the word fuck is just four letters. Yeah. 
but you start thinking about fucking or you think about it in anger, like fuck you. Like, yeah. So you put, you're putting meaning to the word. Right. But at the same time, I mean, it's a word. There's stuff like, cause there's at some point he pushes the boundaries so much and a radio station puts that stuff on the air and there's yeah. like fallout from it. But remember I told the story, I was in the gym at like 5 AM and I took my daughter to the gym and apparently between the hours of 10 PM and 6 AM, you can say whatever the fuck you want on the radio. And like oh, crap, yeah, crab yeah, radio yeah, was yeah. playing in the gym. It's just music. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they switched to a skit at like 5 30 AM that said, put your dick in my pussy. Pretty much. It was yeah. like, it was like, um, we need you to call in right now and tell us, is this porno or someone working out? And I was like, great, yeah. we're in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was just like fucking porn fucking noises, right? Yeah. Just like going for it. And I was like, God damn it. And my daughter's just awkwardly looking at me like, what are we going to do? Yeah. And I mean, just keep fucking working out. Jesus well, even Christ, for the, sucks. for that little stint where we did, where we did the episodes of this show for radio and we were talking to people and cause, cause way back when a million years ago, when I actually did a late night radio show, we were very, we, there was a, there was like, you like the radio said, you can't say any of this stuff. And there was always a producer on the other side of the booth. And if we were getting too racy, he would hit the button and start bleeping us out. Um, because it was, if you said this stuff, you will get a fine. But then when we started yeah. doing it as the podcast, we were told, no, there's no such thing anymore. You only get a fine if enough people call in to complain about what you're yeah. hearing. <laughs> and you can say like, fuck, like three times in an hour ish. Yeah. Like, it was but like some weird a, shit. That's not yeah. a rule, but that's kind of yeah. like the golden number. And you're probably not. But if suddenly you, you aired something where 18 people called the FCC all of a sudden. Yeah. Now you're, you're going to get a fine because you did something offensive. But I do remember Jake Chavez being like, like, but don't do it. Like, yeah, because he, he would get yeah, the yeah. fine. You know what right, I mean? It could right. be like 10 grand oh, yeah. per word or some uh, bullshit. Yeah. 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 It was 20. It was 20 grand per <laughs> fine. When, when we did the mode men and Walsh back in the day. So we just had, to and that's live radio. So like, if you fuck up, there's yeah. no beeping it. It's not like, right. we could go back and edit it and be like, sorry about that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that happened. It, you fucking slipped. But the other yeah. thing is this is the late nineties. So it's live radio. And even if someone fucking called in, you're like, no, we didn't say that. Like, there's no recording. Oh, that's true too. <laughs> like, you just, Unless someone got somebody's it. Somebody's got it on a tape deck, though. Right? Yeah. That, I mean, that would be the only chance if someone, for some reason, was recording our obscure fucking show in the middle of the night. Um, yeah. Otherwise, there's no. It's not like a television show where if you did something that's already filmed, already sent to the whole nation, everybody has it. There's proof. But it's like you could kind of get away with like, no, we didn't say that. You remember back in the day when you'd have your tape recorders fucking ready to go, dude? Oh, like yeah, to dude. dive over song, the fucking bed. That yeah. song came on. Yeah, fucking yeah. <laughs> nasty as they want to be. Two live crew, yeah. fucking some shit. You're doing a front flip for Color Me Bad, trying to fucking land on the record thing and slam it. Oh, not Color Me Bad? No. I no. want to sex you up? No? No, that's no, too I mean, old. That was my buddy. That's a story me. my buddy told me one time. Yeah. <laughs> mine was like, mine was like, uh, I would, mine was two live crew. Yeah. Mine was a tough story. Color Me Bad was, it was the other guy. Yeah. Mine was like regulators, Warren G. Yeah. Did that ever come on the radio? Probably used to. Yeah. It used to be. That was the hit. Same thing with like Montel Jordan, you know. What's Montel Jordan's? It's Friday night. Oh, yeah. And I'm feeling fine. Parties here around the west side. That yep. One. I know. Yep. But yeah, you do dive rolls and shit, breaking yeah. shit, yeah. knocking yeah. the lamp Just over, trying to hit record and play yeah. at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And it would still have like the DJ in the beginning of it because he'd be talking over the intro, mm -hmm. but you knew it was happening. Yep. Yeah. That's how old we are. That's how old we are, That's folks. how old we are. I had yep. a good enough uh, radio that I could hit record and pause 
Oh, wow. So then all you had to do was tap pause and you were good. Oh, that. true. Yeah, I remember yeah. that trick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you had the dual cassette. You're making mixtapes and shit. Yeah, yeah. Getting all crafty with your editing. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're call, digital now. Calling an actual DJ who was sitting there picking what music to play and saying, hey, can you play such and such? That's right. And they'd be like, mm, yeah, I'll play yeah. it in the second hour, you know, and you, then you're waiting around for that fucking song, you know. It's Shaquilla's birthday. Yeah. Shaquilla's birthday. Yeah. Oh, fucking, what was it called? The one where you get the TV show one, like the jukebox channel or whatever? Yeah, the, the video uh, jukebox. Video jukebox? Yeah. There was another one. What's the other one called? Something like that. They play It's So Hard uh, to Say Goodbye, fucking Boys oh, to Men. Yeah, yeah. Fucking 24 hours a day that fucking yeah. song was on. It was a good song. Because people could just go play it. So yeah. people were paying a dollar or whatever right. to hear the song. That was, so was song. that was always on. Yeah, Boys to Men were. It's not, there's nobody like Boys to Men no more. No. We should do an acapella uh, song for sure. We can pull it off. With all of our technicals now, we could yeah, do it. We could. Yeah, we could. We could pull it off. With enough takes, we could pull it yeah. off. We should do it. We'll do it like a postal service status, though. Dave's going to have to do it Does from Dave home. Does Dave have D voice or does he go high? Can you go high, Dave? <laughs> I think Dave should go high just because uh, that'd be funny. Yeah. I don't know my range. I don't know. Huh. Hmm. I can probably go higher than you'd think just from like listening to Prince in my car all my life and singing along. I can probably oh. go higher. I, I say we cover poison. Higher. What, like that girl is poison? Yeah, Belle Biv DeVoe. Oh, Belle Biv DeVoe. A, B, C, B, B, D. I'm into it. It'd be so fucking funny if we could pull that off. Yeah. So Carlin changes up his routine and, um, he, his, uh, his talent manager, Jeff Wald said that Carlin's income dropped 90% the year (laughs) he switched, but he was making 250 grand, right? Quarter million a year, quarter million a year. And you know, we're talking like 1960 or something when he went from, cause there was an incident where he tried to drop a couple lines about like, Smoking oh. pot and something else, and in some conservative, uh, and, like, oh, fuck and they were that, like, "Yeah," man. and then he fucking turned around and was like, "You know what? I can't fucking wait to get out of this hotel. Fuck you, fucking people." Huh. He's like, "He's like, who comes? Who travels thousands of miles to give Kramer. your money uh, away or some shit?" Oh, he right? pulled a Kramer. That was way later. He yeah. Pulled, yeah. Is it? Oh, okay. Well, I know that he like, he fucking jumped out of it, and it's when he went yeah. really Nelson. Oh, he bashed Jews. Yeah, he bashed Jews. That's what yeah. happened. That'll get you every time. Yeah. But yeah, when he switched gears and stopped performing and, and putting on the cookie cutter, you know, whatever, and went right. anti-establishment and had to try to reinvent himself and recreate his image, he lost 90% of his income. So Yeah, but then you would then you would gain it back right, and that's on the other said. end. The, that same guy, yeah. his talent manager said, however, if you look at the long arc <sighs> of his career, he made way more money. And found yeah, a more because what would he be now? Yeah, maybe he would be in some B movies or some right. silly thing or forgotten yeah. or it didn't happen. And he wasn't the host of the show, right? For the Tonight Show or something, he right. didn't yeah. land those careers. He's just in weird movies. Yep. So, um, yeah. So he, I think I think regardless I think regardless whether you're like I think most comedians now too, especially now, like they're out for that shock. You know what I mean? They're out to say something that's going to shock somebody because that's where. That's what lives in the brain. You know what I mean? Like when you, when you think about a comedian, they said something that was just like, Oh fuck. Like, I can't believe they said that, but it's funny, you know? And so it's risky business. These it's days, risky. But, yeah. yeah. It's risky for sure. Dave Chappelle's new specials. You know what I mean? He says stuff that's like, is he going to, you know what I mean? Is Dave going to disappear? Is he going to kill himself? You know, what's going to happen? You know, he doesn't know. Right. But you know, and I think, I think, you know, with Carlin and with Pryor and you know, the guys like that, um, it was the way to go. You know what I mean? That right. that's comedy. You know, you can't and play it, was, it safe. It's it's the his Eddie Carlin, Murphy. Carlin yeah. is so unique Eddie Murphy, because yeah. he 
he taught his his bit is to die to talk so much shit about the culture that we live in and accept yeah on such a fundamental level he just cuts it to the core in a way that if you're really listening to what he's saying you really start to become uncomfortable you're like yeah christ this is a fucking sham like you're starting to get pissed off at the things he's pointing out about how fucking yeah. the world is but somehow he still gets a laugh out of it like he's genuinely getting you pissed at the state of the world but then you laugh yeah. about it but then when the laugh is gone it it's still there you're thinking yeah. he's, a, he's a he's like a comedy vaccine he has yeah. like an antagonist yeah. that comes in and riles up your emotion and then he jumps yeah. in and hijacks the emotion with humor well and that's what happens when you talk about real issues you know what i mean whether whether you're whether you're sugarcoating with comedy or or not right. you know what i mean people get riled up you know like if you just blatantly say whatever the fuck you're thinking somebody on the other side is going to get mad somebody on your side is going to get riled up with you and and same thing happens with comedy. You know, you're like, oh, that's funny, but it's fucking true. Right. You know? Right. And it's the same thing, you know, black people or black comics. I shouldn't say black people in general, <laughs> but black comics do it about, you know, the the quintessential white guy. Right. You know what I mean? You make fun of white people right. and it's funny, but it's also a lot of it's true. You know what I mean? And and right. that's where that's where the humor is. We put ranch it lies on in everything. the truth. Ranch on yeah. everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So and he, he so he does it very smartly. He releases an album called AMFM. Um, right as he shifts his comic style and the AM side was the type of comedy that he had always been doing. And the FM side was the comedy that he was going to start doing. So that was the you, fuck a motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. So if you bought the album, you were like, oh, and you would listen to that first side and be like, oh, yeah, that's George Carlin. And then you flip the album over and you're like, what the fuck is that? Like, holy Big dicks up your ass. Yeah, yeah. Like he's fucking saying crazy shit. Yeah. That's why I was I turned it on. Uh, we were watching it two nights ago and we're sitting there watching it. And he's like advertising this blah, 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 blah. And then he's like, and then they bend you over and stick that big fucking hard dick up your ass. And I was like, Jesus Christ, turn this down. <laughs> was not ready for it like Prince i mean kids. i knew better but i thought it was gonna be more like fucking cocksucker or whatever yeah. but it was like yeah brent's kids are 27 never heard a cuss yeah. word yeah, yeah never fucking happen. heard a cuss word yeah his big his big claim to fame is the seven dirty words bit which he carried on for years and years and he modified it and it sort of became like his like even you know 20 years it's the, later it the was jeff foxworthy you might be a red right it was like the encore yeah. like everybody yeah. that went to a carlin show wanted some variety of the dirty words bit so he would always save that for the end you know but the original bit was he had seven words these were the dirty words that were always dirty that you can't say on tv and they're shit piss fuck cunt cocksucker motherfucker and tits it makes yeah. me think of uh reggie watts fuck shit yeah. stack yeah. that song that, yeah. that's like almost the line on. actually but i mean that is the list of cuss words yeah. you know i don't there's only a couple not on there so in 19, so he did that in 1972, but in 1966, and this tells you how fucking out there Lenny Bruce was, he did something similar, but he said they were ass balls, cocksucker, cunt, fuck, motherfucker, piss, shit, and tits. <laughs> oh, so that like was a that Lenny one. Bruce bit in 1966. Yeah. And then Carlin brings it back and hones it and makes it his own in 1972. And he released it on an album called Class Clown. And this whole 
stir happened that he really he got arrested for it. He did get arrested for doing that bit in Minneapolis. I want to say got arrested for saying cuss words. That's yeah. crazy. That's not, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. He, he did it in Milwaukee, and they ended up calling the words the Milwaukee Seven because he went to jail for it. And they arrested him for for you know lewd and lascivious conduct or whatever. And the judge said, yes, these words are indecent. But he did nothing to break the law, and the judge let him off. You know, yeah, he's not inciting public panic right, or yeah. causing a disturbance. Really, that's just wild that he. I mean, that you could go to jail for yeah. saying that in seventy two. You know, yeah, seventy three. Yeah. Actually, I think that's America, man. It's America. You're supposed to be able to say. What yeah, you I was want. like, what? You know, what happened to freedom of speech? Like people paid to go watch this right, thing, right? You know what I mean? Like, and you're not inciting a riot. Right. You know, I mean, how would you how would you justify arresting somebody right. like that? I don't right. know. You're just I mean, it's just it's just it's one. I mean, but I, I guess, it's I like guess. it takes one pissed off cop who does like what yeah. you said to fucking arrest you and, and take you down to the courthouse. True. And then you go. It's the same. It's the same. It, it, it's the same cop that didn't arrest the guys for burning on the cross. Right. In somebody's exactly. front yard in the time. The yeah. Just like, uh, yeah. Yeah. Those are swear words. You probably shouldn't have said them, yeah. but you didn't break a law. So get out of here. Yeah. You know. Um, but what did break the law wasn't actually Carlin. There was a radio station called WBAI and in 1973, it played the seven words bit, um, at fucking two in the, two in the afternoon. Oh, wow. They got their, they got their time zones mixed up. So they played it at two in the afternoon and, uh, someone, um, an active member of a group called morality in the media, Oh Jesus! Uh, called the FCC and the and said that he he uh, did all this stuff that was wrong. And the FCC said, "Well, if we have enough complaints, then we'll do something about it." So of course he's in a group called Morality and the Media. So ten phone calls later, and ten more like you know he calls his friends, summons the Morality Army, and then everybody calls the FCC to report it. So again, Carlin wasn't in any trouble with this, but the radio station had to battle the FCC all the way up to the Supreme Court. Um, and the radio station ultimately lost its case and the, and the Supreme court made certain rulings and the FCC ended up making it the policy that there were different times where you Hmm. air different levels of uh, maturity. So like prime, like after the news, like they can, they still consider prime time to be like 6 PM till 11 or something. Yeah. Um, until until the 11 o'clock news and there's like you can be a little bit more mature than the day in the afternoon but then after after the 11 o'clock news came on you could do much dirtier stuff and you had different you know words that you could yeah say. that's when that that skinamax came on yeah, yeah. the sex well, ads start coming on thing. cable that goes out the window because you're paying to have it in your house like brad said you're paying for that comedy mm-hmm. show and still got in trouble that's crazy yeah. but with a radio station and with a television station the argument is especially back in the day it's over air like everyone the airwaves but according to the oh true and what do you American government? The airwaves belong to the American people. So this is something everyone can hear for free. As soon as it's cable, you're deciding to have it in your house. And so you could have yeah. Max and you could have HBO that airs the the Carlin at his worst, you know, or his best. Yeah. Um, because you're paying and deciding to have it in your house. But, Except for local channels. Local channels will be that way. Right. ABC, like, NBC, yeah. Fox, Telemundo, yeah. any radio station like the FCC watches those 
with that yeah. kind of scrutiny because it's free to everyone, you know. What do you what do you think the girls look like? The the commercials that come on, like we have hot, sexy girls waiting for your phone call now. I forgot like, about that shit. Like the, I get those commercials all the fucking time. Yeah, hot college chicks waiting for your phone call. We're just sitting here waiting wet. They're still I sex had, talk lines now that there's video. They still have sexy yeah, chat lines. Yeah, they still. Yeah, they still I, have, I they knew stuff like. As part of getting a theater degree, I knew several people who moved to L.A. to try to break into television. Yeah. Um, and get stuck in the right sex. Don't study theater yeah. if you want to break into television. Yeah. Um, but they went down to L.A. I guess that's not true. You'll still learn your acting chops. But they went down to L.A. And the only acting work they could get, many people I knew, was doing sex phone calls. Yeah. And they got paid a lot of money to sit on the phone all night and mm, really they're well paid. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. very well paid. I wonder if I can get a good job. Oh yeah. Mm. yeah. I jerk off to that. Yeah. 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 I, ha- I have. Yeah. yeah. Some people are getting turned on right now. Their boners are popping up. All I got <laughs> oh, yeah. down from 10. Mm. I put Vaseline on my fingers. You get the one. I'm coming, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> one. <laughs> so Nay, three. Yeah, I can. <laughs> the legal fight goes on, um, et cetera. And at the end of the day, I think it probably, I don't think, it, not probably, it definitely had the exact opposite effect that I think the morality and media group wanted it to have. Because yeah. instead of it making like we're banning Carlin, it made Carlin a fucking sensation. Because now yeah. everyone wanted to hear like, oh, shit, this radio station's battling the FCC because there's seven dirty words that this, you know, the, the album's out. So people hear it. And then this guy's touring 150 dates a year and everybody wants to hear the bit because it's fucking hysterical. Like just the think way- about like, yeah, back in the day, like somebody would say Cusper and they'd be like, oh, no, like, oh, and they would blush and shit. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like and then, oh, you showed me your ankles, Cindy. Like, stop. Like, right. what are you doing? Literally table like, legs had to be covered. Yeah. They had fucking yeah. crazy coverings <laughs> because table legs were too sexy on furniture if they were overly ornate. Yeah. yeah. That's how, think about being a fucking teenager back then, being that shelter. There was no swimsuit issue of Sports oh, no. Illustrated. There was you no JC ch- Penney's fucking underwear section. Yeah. Yeah, but that's why, like in the Sandlot movie, and I know it was made later, but you know it's back filmed from back in the day. Like you know, they see the girls in the swimming pool and shit. It's like it's, fuck, it's like looking at a porn. You know what I mean? Like you see a girl in a bathing suit. Fuck, I need three monitors now. I gotta, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta be able to look to the left if, yeah. if I'm getting bored. I right. like look over there. Yeah, you got foot porn on over here. Yeah. My right. fetish, yeah, yeah. My foot fetish. Yeah, <sighs> you're not into foot, into feet, right? Foots, fuck. Foots. Started talking like, uh, <laughs> like Brad now. Yeah. Are you into feet? Yeah. No, not like not like where it turns me on. But I'm like the opposite I mean, of feet. Like feet would turn me off. I don't oh, really. Know, like, yeah. Huh. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't turn me off. Like I don't watch like foot jobs. Like you'd suck you know some I mean? toes. Nah, nah. But you'd get a foot job. Yeah, I don't mind that. No, I don't mind <laughs> it. Yeah. I ain't mad. <laughs> it's just you. part. Well, yeah, I ain't mad at you. You know, you wanna, I guess. If it, yeah, I guess. If you don't got. Sucks. If you got bunions, you know what I mean. I want bunions on my dick. No scratching but, to dick. Yeah. Oh, scratchy feet. But if a girl could get you off the foot job, that'd be impressive. That's though. what I'm saying. Like you that's never. That's some skill. You know, yeah. You can't knock it till you try it. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. even getting a hand job, like there's they got to be they got to be pretty good to yeah. knock it out. Seems yeah. like there's a high rate of cramping in giving someone a foot job. That's a it, circus. It depends. Yeah, yeah. That is a contortionist <laughs> fucking move. You just feed her. You just feed her a bunch of turmeric before she does it. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I, I think that if you can give a foot job to completion, you can probably shoot a bow and arrow with your feet too. Like you probably have that 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 talent as well. I'm gonna just yeah, maybe yeah. You can disagree. Yeah, that's you can't you can't shoot a boat. That's a that's a serious <laughs> skill set. 
Dude, foot job to completion, unless the dude's just really deprived of some sex. So what are you saying, Dave? You you can't shoot a bow and arrow with your feet? No, I definitely cannot <laughs> do that. No. So you give good foot jobs. You give good foot jobs, but he disagrees about the bow and arrow. That's what he's getting at. Yeah. That's so, what I got. That's, I mean, that's can, can you foot bang a chick to completion? You know what I mean? Like with the toe instead of finger banging her. I wouldn't know. You know. You got to hit the clit. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, can you do it with the you know, toe, quite, You just kind of go in and like slip it, off. Yeah. Slip off and up. Yeah, that's what, yeah, with the toe, that's what you're doing. Yeah. And that's <laughs> what I would try for. <laughs> so he wins the Grammy for <laughs> FM and AM. Um, and uh, he actually <laughs> is recording. Um, he's recording an album and he's on stage doing the Dirty Words routine when someone backstage comes out and hands him a piece of paper that says that he just won the Grammy and you can hear it in the recording and he says, holy shit. And then like explains what just happened. So I thought that was a funny. I want to know the backstage conversation. We're like, should we interrupt? Should we walk out oh, there? Fuck should yeah. we tell him right now? I mean, he did win a Grammy. It's probably yeah. going to be okay. Grammy, yeah. Go tell him. Um, but yeah, so his themes, you know, just everything anti-government, anti-religion, anti-corporate. He's all about critical thought and independence and freeing your mind um, a whole lot of matrix, you know, free your mind shit going on there. Um, he's an atheist. He's a drug user. Um, so you can imagine that the <laughs> conservative people of the 1970s didn't oh, yeah. like his routine very much. Um, but I, there was a, there was a, um, an interview that I read where they were talking to him about baby boomers because he's a baby boomer and that was the that was his generation and they asked him um why like because at a certain point the baby boomers started to not like what he was saying and his quote was he said baby boomers helped me a great uh, deal in my career they launched me they were there for me to sing my song to and i'm not saying i'm better than anyone but i think they turned that anti-authority baby boom mentality into their own enemy now i identify very closely with their children and then the interviewer said, what went wrong with the baby boomers? And he said, the two big mistakes were the belief in a sky God, that there's a man in the sky with 10 things he doesn't want you to do. And you'll burn for a long time if you do them and private property, which I think is at the core of all failure as a species. That's the source of my indignations, my dissatisfactions. However, it comes out on the stage. I feel betrayed by the people I'm part of these magnificent creatures. So I understand his religious qualms, but private property, is he talking about borders and countries? And like, I don't know what he means like, by that. You I can't like come to my yard on that. I mean, I don't yeah. want you coming to my fucking yard. Like yeah. I do want private my property. Yard. I bought it. Yeah. People just could walk wherever the fuck they yeah. want. I, I, I don't think it means that. He must it's mean borders. Else. Or a government owned I mean, property. Based on stuff, stuff I've seen, he would probably make the argument that. Land bureau. But for most people, you don't own your land. You know, right. Like, yeah, as a homeowner, I don't own this home. A fucking I've lived here for 16 years. A bank has owned this house for the last 16 years. I'm just yeah. paying the bank, the bank, the privilege to live here and theoretically one day own it, you know, but I still want yeah. the land. The government will. And I have to pay them the right to live here like the whole like, no, you don't own it. Somebody else does. You know, that yeah, I think he means it on, yeah, like on a larger scale. He's not talking about, he always looks at it at the bigger scale of who really owns the shit that you think you, yeah, because you don't like own it. Like yeah. BLM and shit, you know, the Bureau of Land Management. Right. You know, right. He's not being like, over fucking who land. can own a tree? Who can yeah. own a rock? That too, probably. Yeah, yeah. Free. I don't think he's quite going that I deep. Think, yeah, uh, maybe? I think he's Some going there. Cocksucker owns the tree and the rock. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be his, true. You know, the there you go. Yeah. That he takes, you know. Um, I'm starting to get it. I'm starting to get it. I'm on board. Yeah. I did have to laugh. He's, 
he did a, a piece again so fucking early that this had to just be shocking as hell about birth control and he was talking about birth control and the fact that it's going to come off of prescription and that once it's no longer prescription they're going to need cute and catchy names to to make it sell so mm-hmm. this shit was pretty fucking yes, funny actually. some of the names he came up with for birth control was pregnant hmm. embry no <laughs> nary a carry Oh. Name family way, um, the mom bomb. For the youngsters, there's junior miss. Oh. inconceivable fetus fail, kitty kill, papa stopper, um, and the, <laughs> the womb broom. <laughs> the womb broom. <laughs> That's pretty and funny. Humpty, Humpty Dumpty. You know, yeah. But when he says it, it's just going to be this tirade, um, like Humpty just, Dumpty, this, this fast-paced, yeah. like laying them all out in the perfect order. You know, as well, they start out, they start out kind of conservative, and yeah. then they just get fucking. I like inconceivable. Yeah, yeah inconceivable that's, that's is fucking, fucking hilarious. No, a womb yeah. room is what killed me. I laughed out loud yeah. when I read that. Um, but. Um, so because of the excessive amounts of cocaine that he would do on his private jet, <laughs> he had multiple heart attacks. His first was in 1976. Um, I think he had a total of three heart attacks. Uh, yeah, I saw an interview with his daughter and she talked about he would go on coke binges and just disappear for five days at a time. They'd have no idea where the fuck he was at. And when he signed with that record company, when he switched over, the, there was a musician who also signed with the same record company. And so apparently like early on when he wasn't even making huge money, he bought a, like Lenny Bruce said, first thing you need to do is buy a private jet because it's nothing but a business expense. So you're not going to pay for it. And then you never have to fly on a fucking airplane that you don't own. So he, he owned a private jet even before he switched over and was super popular. But then once he switched over, he had this musician who used to be addicted to drugs and was clean, would ride with him on his private jet because he would open for Carlin and that poor guy. A couple of months, he was addicted to cocaine again because Carlin's oh, jet was just full of fucking cocaine. I uh, wish that I could try like every drug once. Like I would like to try cocaine. I would like to can. try heroin. No, <laughs> I don't know that you can. I'm not doing it. You can. I just want to know. Like, just try it. Coke, you could probably get away with, but I bet you'd be like, Coke's yeah, fine. Like, Coke's out of your system pretty quick. Like you'd be fine. You don't get <laughs> drug tested. No, that's, that's not that. I know I get away with it, but it's just like. Hooked? I don't know, man. You might fucking love it. You know what I mean? They say, What's like wrong I said, like crack's natural. better than sex. You well, know what I mean? I mean, might be. What about sex on crack? <laughs> you ever had sex on crack, yeah. man? Sex on weed? Yeah. You don't want none of this. So he ended up having IRS problems at one point. Um, he just like wasn't paying his taxes. and Fucking just uh, doing coke and going crazy. Yeah. Um, um, and he even said in 2001 in an interview with Esquire, he said, because of my abuse of drugs, I neglected my business affairs and had large arrears with the IRS. It took me 18 to 20 years to dig out of it. I did it honorably and I don't begrudge them. I don't hate paying taxes and I'm not angry at anyone because I was complicit in it. But I'll tell you what it did for me. It made me a way better comedian because I had to stay out on the road and I couldn't pursue the movie career, which would have gone nowhere. And I became a really good comic and a really good writer. So even at the end of the day, he was like, I had to keep doing stand-up sets because that was the only way I could make money. And I owed so much to the fucking IRS that he was trying to pay him off. Right. So he that's yeah. one of the reasons he did 150 shows a night and got better and got better and got better and got better. You know, everybody else was doing multiple sitcoms and films and, you know, you quit being a stand-up comedian. And he that was always his priority. 
you know, he, he did a show here and there, but that was always his, his main thing. So I'm sure yeah. it's like, it's the comedy muscle. It's like anything, man. It's the 10,000 hours. Like, Oh, for sure. The more you do it, yeah. you could start out not being funny and then eventually just build your routine. You know, I want to like, see Eddie Murphy come back. I want to know like, if you could do that though, you just come oh, back sure. to it. I'm sure. On it. Yeah, that's what I. That's what I mean. If Mike Tyson can go and do stand up, you know what I mean. He's kind of. I don't think he's doing stand up. He's doing. Well, he's doing. He's doing a storytelling. It's still stand up. Yeah, it's still. It's still. You're still doing it. You know what I mean. Whether it's a. It's just a certain style. Mick Foley Uh, actually does that, and I would really yeah see one of his shows. I bet they're fucking awesome. Yeah, but you're a character. You're you know like. Well, the problem with Eddie Murphy is you've got to do better than Raw. Well, you know what no. I mean? Like, and no, he's even said there's, there's an, there's an expectation. I haven't gone back though. to doing standup because the two standup specials I had, like I have to be better than those. So he doesn't feel like he's Well, think about good. Chappelle. That's, yeah. That was an expectation. Back. Fuck. Yeah. But he came back and fucking nailed it. You right. know what I mean? Like he has he, something new again. I thought yeah. he was done. I saw yeah, something on Netflix. No. I was like, he's, there's another he's one going after it. Yeah. yeah. He's definitely doing it. I mean, he's been doing small clubs. He's been like working on material and he's claimed he's going to do, um, an, uh, another stand-up movie it's like in the works so i'm really curious to see what it would what it would be but so carlin gets more and more popular he does tons of movies um he's he starts doing uh tv not tons of movies he does tv shows he was the first ever host of saturday night live but it doesn't seem like he was because he refused to do any skits he was like i'll do the show i'm just gonna do several stand-up bits and then the cast can. I wonder skip. what his aversion was to that. Like why he didn't want to do that. I don't know because he even did sketch comedy early on in, in the right. team he was, he was on. I don't know. Well, maybe the show hadn't proven itself yet. And he didn't realize what it was. You it know was what I mean? It was episode. Just, I mean, yeah. yeah so maybe like, some yeah. apprehension that it was going to be like some lame, something dumb. Right. Yeah. He could do what he could do best. He could sit back and watch and be like, well, I was on fucking Carson or the late night show fucking 130 times. Let me just do what I do this time. And we'll see how this turns out. But even if I come back, like if you see like the early Steve Martin episodes of Saturday night live, like he might do one or two skits, but then he would also do one or two stand up bits where it was just him on the stage by himself or Andy Kaufman, the bits that Andy Kaufman would do on Saturday night live. Like when he fucking sang mighty mouse and did all that shit. Like that wasn't a skit. That was just him doing his routine. So, I think that first season or two comedians were more allowed to do their own bits plus do skits. But yeah, so that was the first one. He went back and hosted again in 1984. And that time he did sketches. Um, I think a lot of people got to know him um, from playing Rufus in the Bill and Ted's movies. Um, I'm really curious and sad about what's going to happen in the new Bill and Ted's movie because it's not going to be the same without Rufus. And I don't want to CGI Rufus, and I don't really know what they're going to do to remedy. It could be Nicolas Cage. It could be. Oh, wow. Yeah. It could be John Travolta. Oh, yeah. That'd be good. With so, a fake jet black ponytail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They need to come up with a good Rufus solution. That's my only. They're probably just fucking Tupac it in there and hologram him into it. Yeah, they can. Like his old footage. Those get, they have enough audio. They could do the audio thing. Oh, they, yeah. And they could deep could. fake him probably, Fuck too. Fuck tits. Yeah. He's like. Yeah, I just don't want to see a shitty CGI Carlin. Like, if they make it a fake Rufus, at least make it like a shitty looking, like, flat out robot. Like, you know. I think it's going to be Daniel Radcliffe on heroin. He's going to be like a heroin addict, a time traveling, you know, dimensional shifting Daniel Radcliffe. Brendan Fraser. Fuck that. I won't. You, you motherfucker. How dare you? Yeah. Why? Taint Bill it's and Ted be with horrible Brendan Fraser. Anyway. 
Nah, maybe not, man. Keanu Reeves is in the shit. I think it's going to be dope. Dude. Have you seen Keanu's last movies? It's John Wick, right? Yeah. Eh, it's just a lot of shooting, breaking shit. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. He's going to he's gonna wow the audience with whoa. Yeah. He's going to come in there and kill it. <laughs> you haven't seen the commercial with Wow him? you with whoa. You, you haven't seen the commercial with Bill and Ted? No. Like, they're all old and shit now? Like, nah, yeah. Keanu Reeves looks like he's the same fucking age, dude. Not the other one. Oh, not the, the other, other dude. One. The other dude's kind of eight. Whatever up. he was, Bill or Ted. They'll fix yeah. him up. You sure? Yeah, he's been working at Costco. The years yeah. have been nice. It's they should fine. put Bob Saget in it. That'd be good. That'll fix everything. I still say it's heroin Daniel Radcliffe. It's a good, it's a good Heath call. Ledger. Yeah. Put Heath Ledger in it. That wouldn't <laughs> no? uh, Actual, no hologram, just Robin, Robin Williams. So oddly, oddly enough, his biggest success in television came from the fact that he played the voice of the train conductor in Shining Time Station on PBS. That's what I was thinking about. Fuck you and fuck you in your ass with this big giant dick. And then he's the fucking And he's the narrator for Thomas the Tank Engine. Bob yes. Saget. Yeah. He's also Tim the, Tim the Tool Man Taylor. He's the VW in uh the animated cars yeah. movie. Yeah. You have fucking yeah, you have you have all these comedians that are fucking dirty comedians and then they do Santa Claus or fucking right. you know what I mean? Like, you know, What's James that? was telling me that everywhere that you third look. eye blind that song that's like take another hit up into your nose talking about little red panties they pass the test like they use that fucking doot 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 song for fucking the Winnie the Pooh Tigger movie or some shit hmm. and it's about like doing coke and dropping your panties right. and shit right but, yeah, but they, it's catchy tune it's, yeah they use yeah. the melody portion yeah, of it yeah it's catchy tune yeah so um as he was getting older um one thing he he was do he was working on uh an HBO special um that was called I kind of like it when a lot of people die and he was working on it um in just um, in time. August and September of 2001 he was honing the show and he was supposed to record it in late September um but then when 911 happened um, they realize that might not be the best thing. I want to hold it. Yeah. yeah. What are the fucking weird ass chances that he's working on a comedy thing? That's right. like, I like it when a lot of people die. Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people were bound to die anywhere, yeah. somewhere, yeah, but yeah. it just happened to be in America. Somebody else is writing right. a song about that too. You know, yeah, I mean? there, there was going to be an earthquake yeah. in Haiti or something was yeah. going to happen. I mean, what are the odds that the owners of the owner of the building took out insurance on terrorists, you know, right. threats, right. put options. I mean, like a week before, don't you know? get me riled like, up. What are the don't get me riled up. What are the, you know, don't get them hard. Yeah. So in 2016, oh, he's getting though, angry. <laughs> uh, some recordings surfaced of the special that he was writing in for you know right when 2000, uh, 2001, 9-11, What the fuck ever. Uh, but he said, "quote These planes get flying so fast that all the most vicious, lethal, volatile, flammable, unstable farts get pushed towards the back of the airplane where they begin <laughs> to build up pressure." <laughs> And they build and they build and they build until they reach a critical fart density, CFD, and they continue to build through the flight until finally some kid turns on a Game Boy and boom, the whole back end of the plane blows off. And you know who gets blamed? Osama bin Laden. Terrorists oh, get wow. blamed for these explosions that are nothing more than cabbage fart detonations. Wow. Well, there's popular comedians of your time. And there's popular terrorists of your time. You know well, and I mean? that's, and that yeah, was, yeah. I mean, that was the thing, the, you know, the, the war on terror, right. you know, like that's what it was about. You know, but they, it didn't get released. The, the most popular. I don't know what it got. They cleaned up the audio and the the set he was working on that he pulled him like he himself pulled it. But in 2016, his daughter agreed that we should release it. So it's out there now. You it was it's downloadable 
Uh, you can get hmm. it on disc. It's on fucking Spotify, like whatever. But yeah, so the, the other thing that Brent was referring to was an MGM Grand thing that um, happened. I can't remember. It was it was for some reason I it was in the 2000, 2004. In two thousand four, yep. he had he was like a comedian in residence at the MGM Grand. You know where you'll do this the you know big. He's just finishing out his life. Yeah, and yeah. um, he had a set where all he talked about was suicide bombings and beheadings. And um, on stage, he kept complaining that he couldn't wait to quote, get out of this fucking hotel and get to the uh, East coast where the real people are. And he went through a big phase where he just wasn't fucking funny. It was just screaming old man, grumpy politics. He was unhappy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He's unhappy. He said on, on stage at that set, people who go to Las Vegas, you've got to question their fucking intellect to start with traveling hundreds and thousands of miles to essentially give your money to a large corporation is kind of fucking moronic. That's why I'm, that's why I'm always getting, that's what I'm always getting here is these kind of fucking people with very limited intellects. Hmm. And then someone's just fucking degrading the audience. Yeah. Someone screams, stop degrading us. And he said, thank you very much. Whatever that was. I hope it was positive. If not, well, blow me. And he Hmm. walked off stage and the MGM ground fired him. And the next day he checked himself in for drug and cocaine abuse. (laughs) Hmm. I wonder if that's a PR move or if that was really the reason. No, it's probably really the reason. High as fuck on stage. And, yeah, and fucked it off. But that was in 2004. Then in 2006, he reworked stuff and did an HBO show. And again, the topics were suicide, natural disasters, cannibalism, genocide, human sacrifice, uh, threat to civil liberties in the U.S., and the fact that humans are inferior to all other animals. I think the reason he's doing HBO is because his health. He had three heart attacks. So he's like on fucking house arrest. Basically, he can't travel anymore. I was watching one last night. Well, he's also, he did HBO starting in the 70s. Like he and HBO were a thing. He was the reason comedy was HBO. It it kind of became a savior too, though, because he couldn't do the fucking road. You know what I mean? So he he finishes off a bunch of HBO stuff. But man, I watched it like towards the end there. I was like, look how old he is. And he's still fucking doing this shit, dude. Like, I don't know when it, how old he was in his last sad. show, but yeah, it's, it's fucking old, almost 70 probably. So yeah. on June 22nd, 2008, um, he dies of heart failure at the age 71. Um, it's a week after his last performance, which is in Vegas. Um, his body was cremated and the ashes were scattered in front of the various nightclubs that he learned in, in, in New York City and at that lake where he attended summer camp. So that was kind of the... The end of it. And like I said, my big fear at this point is that we're going to get a really shitty CGI Rufus in the new Bill and Ted's. I'm very curious to see what they do. I think they just don't do it. Someone has to come back with the time machine. Like someone, like you just replace Rufus, but someone comes back with the phone booth that's i mean brad's right they could fuck it up look at the ghostbusters with the girls or whatever yeah. like they could do some shit oh, like no, that where yeah. it's like totally fucking awful but yeah. i think there's less at stake with bill and ted's than there was at ghostbusters like you the comedy is so different like there's a lot more to fuck up on ghostbusters like they were like it was a different type of comedy a different level of in like you can just get away with fucking dumb humor on bill and ted and laugh at it you know right so i think i'm gonna do you guys a favor hmm. and just not watch it you can do us a favor and not yeah. watch it i'm just not gonna watch it it could be chris tucker chris horrible. tucker would be good i didn't even like the first one the chris real tucker one would not be good you Sequels don't think so i love good. chris tucker i like chris tucker but he couldn't be rufus i mean well, we no? no one can be rufus but they need someone to come back 
because he wasn't acting like George Carlin as Rufus. He was like this mellow dude from the future. Like he wasn't right. some angry, yeah. pissed off guy. Um, so no, I'm very, well, George, George Carlin, like what happened to him? It's the, it's similar to Alex Jones. You know, in, the be- in the beginning, yeah. In the beginning, like, like, uh, in the beginning, Alex Jones was kind of like, you know, yeah, he, he was a little out there and he, you know, talked normal and all that shit. Now it's the, you know, the frogs are turning everyone gay and he's fucking crazy. <laughs> Black helicopters. Yeah. And, and like you become like the more, I, th- I almost think you brainwash yourself. Like George Carlin brainwashed himself into being angry and fuck. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you be, you became that of of what you were talking. Louis Black just scream, screaming about Moo Moo Cow yeah. Milk. Yeah. Every time you would see, All that was left was his baby shoe. Every time yeah. you would still see him in an interview, he was just a fucking normal dude who was funny. If you got him going into the stage George Carlin, then he would start to give you a dose of anger and comedy. But it's like, even like in his late, you know, visits on Leno, he was just making regular jokes and making Jay crack up and hanging out. And, you know, but then if you watch the specials from that same year, they're extra angry because I think that was just the person he was playing. That's the, it's like comedians talk about that a lot. You know, it's like, it's not me on stage. It's like, me in quotation marks you know i'm playing a character of me to pull off the jokes and i think he knew he also knew what the audience wanted like of course i'm gonna play that up that's what they want that you know i don't know i don't know i don't know how much he he bought into it but no he seems in his interviews like you said very down to earth and humble actually Mm -hmm. about everything i don't feel like he was actually angry i think more at the the stand-up got angrier and angrier and angrier (laughs) more and more ranty but he himself always seemed more level-headed. Maybe it's because he had to take extra bumps of coke before he got on stage and before. Or maybe he got it out of his <laughs> system. He's yeah. fucking come. You know what I mean? He just builds up and has a show. Right. Yeah. All right. Carlin, um, if you're not very familiar with him, I recommend uh, watching some. And I recommend watch like find clips of the whole of the whole special and watch it instead of the weird snippets that fucking like political people are going to try to use for their own agendas like fun. those are the best snippets though come on what's that those are the best snippets they are kind come of on. snippets that is- <laughs> I mean, i've never heard of the guy before we did this episode so that's a lie no i never heard of him liar never heard of him just like dave's never watched forrest gump <laughs> that's a fucking lie you think I so i don't believe that yeah or that his friend didn't know oprah was black at the yeah. diner that's yeah. bullshit i don't know about no, that i don't either. believe that yeah we all know Dave off the show. Yeah. yeah. Hateful, lying person. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Addictive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hates white people. Hates white people. All right. Uh, episode 476, Madeline McCann. Our social media winner is Rebel Bear, Bear Shark. I need a new Instagram name like that. That's cool. Rebel Bear Shark. I like it. No? Do you? You are corny. Yeah. That, that fits you. I like it. Yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm just confused because it. you're giving out a social media award for obviously an episode we did last week, and I already have no idea who that person is. Someone tried to tell me about can like I the don't, Zamora I one. What's the guy's name? No idea who that is or what that person did. Zamora. What's the one with Zamora? What about it? Exactly. Do you know? What I'm, I can't think of the first what are you name talking right about? now. Zamora. The episode we did. Zamora. Yeah, that's the last name is Zamora. Uh, vaguely. 
Yeah. And they were like, hey, you know what I thought? And I was like, what? Do we do this? I had to fucking look it what up. And I it? looked it up. It's the UFO where the fucking cop sees the UFO. Oh, yeah. And yeah, people yeah. Go, yeah. Robert, Robert Zamora. No, it's not Robert. No? I don't know what it is. I can't think of it right now. Billiam. Lonnie. That's my favorite guy. Lonnie. Yeah, maybe that's it. Uh, Lonnie Ramora. But I had to look it up. I was like, I can't fucking believe this. But yeah, Madame McCann, I still remember Who that did we, what, what it was she? Madame McCann, you know. Is that who won the award? You really don't know? Is that who won the gift? I'm drawing a complete the, blank on who that was. It's the people that didn't watch their kids, and the kid fucking got snatched through the window. Oh, oh that's right. That's right. Yeah, they're in Australia. Gotcha. <laughs> people are just pissed right now. So Madeline McCann won uh, <laughs> She won a prize, prize from Rebel <laughs> Rebel Bear Shark. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Rebel Bear Shark. At Andy Mead one. I'm so confused. Is there two Twitter Rebel names? Bear Shark sounds like a girl's online handle. Yeah. Yeah, well, I like it's it. an Andy. I think it yeah. sounds like the Andy. name of a very fancy dildo. Ooh. It does Rebel Bear Shark. Dave. Yeah, <laughs> you win. bought that. You buy that on Wish for twenty dollars, <laughs> and it electrocutes your taint. It could be like it could be dick pills yeah. from the liquor store too. Oh, that's like, true. Rebel and they're buying it, beer, and it's like Rebel Bear Shark dick pills. Yeah, wouldn't it be like shitty? Like you bought a dildo, Brent, like the one you bought. Yeah, but like you couldn't get it wet. You can't get it wet. Yeah, <laughs> use it dry. Yeah, you gotta. Yeah. It has a thing on the back that says yeah. no lube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ghostbuster stick it in, lube. Yeah, you gotta stick it in your yeah. ass dry. Yeah. I'm a yeah. dry guy. I, yeah. I, I go dry usually yeah. anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you use lube? Huh? When you jerk off, you just dry. You just no, go dry. I'm dry. Yeah, yeah, me too. I remember when I figured that I out. I like day. the mess. I was like, yeah. oh my god, I'm a ninja. I could yeah. do this dry. Yeah. I thought I had to let my hand move yeah. or slip, or I had to get like soap or shampoo or lotion or some shit. Yeah. The day that I graduated, dry guy. Yeah. What grade was that? I don't know. Seventh or eighth grade. Somewhere in there. I graduated. <laughs> and then I was like, I can do this anywhere. Yeah. I can do this anywhere. All I need is a place to get rid of it. Yeah. yeah. You ever use the sheets? And good aim. You ever use the sheets? Never use the sheets. Yeah. You get burns, but. <laughs> You're fuck. fucking your pillow and sheets, dude. Uh, you know, you, you got to do what you can. I grew up poor. No, I did some shit where I like jerked <laughs> off with soap, soap or something before, like in a quick, like with a quick. Oh, uh, that's not And good. then didn't get it cleaned yeah. up. I fucked myself mm. up. Yeah. Gets down in your urethra. I did it too many times one yeah. time and I had like fucking. You Was know, it you, a flare up? You get water on the knee. Oh, yeah. I had like water on the cock. Oh, I don't know. Wow. I had like a fucking pillow on my dick. I don't know what was happening. That's no good. I was scared. You, when you're that young, when something goes wrong, you walk the line of the hospital. Yeah. You're like, I'm going to have to tell my parents yeah. that I hurt myself jerking off. Yeah. Well, you don't or, have to say that. Or you wait 24 hours up. to see if your dick falls off. Yeah. Well, I to, woke up and there's a bubble. I don't know. Yeah, but you got to deal with like showing everybody your dick or whatever's going to happen. Yeah, you got a pillow yeah. on your dick. I know. It went away. I was fucking scared. I know. An extra fat dick. I know. Was, I, told like the, slap I told the story about the like handlebar, water bed. That, the handlebar that went into my fucking Oof. growing area, and I had to go to the doctor, and it turned out to be the hottest fucking doctor I've ever of seen course. in my life. Right. Yeah, right. And my and my dick and balls are inside of me. I'd have an ultrasound on my yeah. balls. I don't remember what my deal was, but I went and had the ultrasound, and the the chick like knew all my friends and oh. was asking if I hung out at Dagny's, <laughs> and I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" <laughs> that's like when you. That's like when you go to the sex store, and it's like a ex girlfriend <laughs> in there or something, you know. That sounds like that happened. Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, this fucking person won a shirt for sharing on Twitter. Thank you for retweeting our twat. Um, and uh, mm. on that note, um, we are part of the Podbelly Network. Go to podbelly.com to check out other cool podcasts. There's a new one on there called Path of Legends. They have 3D audio. Ooh. Like those motherfuckers put in oh, some time. Yeah. I listened to it and it is kind of wild, man. 3D audio? It's like, like spatial. Yeah. Like uh, if there's a fucking noise happening behind you sound? and around you and in your ears, it's a storytelling podcast. Mm. Um, so there'll be like, you know. What's it called? Legends of Diabetes? Path of Legends. Path of Legends. It's called Quaker Oats Diabetes yeah. Guy. Yeah. Beat us. 
Uh, <laughs> betas. I, I don't know how that happened, but we got there. No. Anyways, check them out. Check out um, PyCast. That's the diabetes joke. PyCast. Yeah. PyCast? Not Path of Legends. Why is, yeah. is PyCast? Pie. You eat too much pie, bro. Like pussy? Yeah. If you eat too much pussy, you get diabetes uh, from the sugar clit. Everybody knows. Yeah. Uh, well. Everybody knows that. The sugar yeah, stay away from that yeah. sugar clit. Sugar, sugar clit. Sweet, sweet yeah. pussy. I give her the sugar stick. Uh, no. Is Dave laughing or is a dog getting killed over there? I didn't know he's still with us. <laughs> I just hear wheezing coming out over there. Oh, Anyways, Weasley. Yeah. Um, Podbelly is running a promotion for the month of May. Uh, May the pork be with you. Mm. Uh, giving away free <laughs> I Love Bacon stickers uh, with Kevin the Pig on them. And the only way to get them is to go to podbelly.com. Why is it May? I don't understand. It's like May the 4th be with you. May the pork be with you. Oh, yeah. May f- but May 5th is Cinco de Mayo. Though. Yes, that is Cinco de Mayo. Could have gone that way too. Could have pulled something with that. Yeah. We're but anyways. Yes, on May the 4th be with you. We are actually. Yes, if you're a Star Wars nerd, that's happening right now. Yeah. Um, if uh, you want a free sticker, you can go to podbelly.com forward slash shop. Um, add the uh, I Love Bacon sticker to your cart and use code Kevin the Pig. That's the only way you can get the code is if you're listening to one of these podcasts. So we oh. didn't post it free? publicly. Free sticker. Huh. Yep. Only 200. Huh. So while supplies last, uh, so get them while they're hot. So your order might get canceled. Could be, no, it just won't go through. There's there's oh. an inventory on it. Oh, wow. Yeah, so oh. speaking of hot, getting them while they're hot, um, El Yucateco Hot Sauce is our primary sponsor. Oh. They are amazing. I took the jug home today. I, I ran oh. out of El Yucateco oh. for the last time at home, and I took the whole fucking jug home because I just keep buying two bottles at a time because I've given away all the triple X. You took your own just, googly eye jug? Yeah. Took I, I, took my googly, own, I took my own jug home finally. Took his own jug home. He's like bragging. He's like jug out yet? Um, we gave away one jug. We have one more jug to give away. Yeah. Hmm. The, the father of twins who was king for a week and won like, oh. he won, he got Elliot Teco onesies and he got stuff mm. from us and he was like, yeah, he won everything. I can't, th- and I can't think of his name right now. But anyways. Bill Gigolo. Elliot Teco is amazing. Go get some, put it in your mouth hole. And uh, if you see it in the wild, take pictures. Thank you to people who are going over to Elliot Teco's post and saying yeah. that Sophie King sent us. That's huge for us. Keep doing that. We're going to give away prizes for that as well. Yeah, just um, tagging them even if you don't go over there. If you make something and use it, tag it. Tag us, tag them. Like so it's together, a huge, yeah. huge thing. Yeah. Go comment on their post it's, though yeah. and just say, uh, you know, at Sofa King podcast or Sofa King sent me, uh, whatever you want to do, or I found you because of Sofa King. Just go let them know that, that you know about them because of us. And that's huge. Um, what else am I supposed to say here? Um, print dirt cheap, go to print dirt cheap.com. Um, I believe Derek Watson told me he tried to use our coupon code and it didn't work, but I think that the coupon code for printer cheap is still, um, sofa King podcast. Yeah. So that's his, he's dyslexic. He, he might be, yeah. He puts up a ping podcast. He might be way behind and he's using yeah. old codes or something. So, yeah. um, if that code doesn't work for any reason, let us know. And then we'll hit him up. I know that like people leak the code. And it gets out like on a discount they site. They change it. Yeah. yeah. So if we change it to like hooker canoe or something, mm. it would probably not get on a discount yeah, site. Would. because It they, would. They spider so? everything. Yeah. yeah. We could do butt sex. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, but I don't know if Jeff's down with that. So, but um, check out printercheap.com and nobody's going to use it except for us. Maybe. So, I mean, I don't know. Maybe they don't want to associate their brand with that. Not everyone's like us. You can't talk about jerking off with the sheets and getting a, a rug burn sure on your you dick. Can. Not everybody does. Everybody it. can. Yeah. Also, thank you to Jimmy D's Tees. Um, I'm going to get some koozies. I'm going to say that so I, I'm held accountable. We get some koozies made from this Jimmy won't D's. Hold you accountable. You'll forget. You'll forget. We People will hold this. me. They're going to want the koozies and they're going to ask the where the fuck are, are the koozies? Sure? Yeah. What about balloons? Can we get balloons? I'm sure we could. Oh, he could print balloons, huh? Yeah. He could, but you'd have to air them up. He has to blow them up and then print them and then yeah. let them shrink oh, down. That's his problem. No. That's our idea. His do problem. Do you want balloons? What are we going to do with balloons? I don't know. You could put anything on them. You could put our faces on them. 
All right. I'll look into it. Yeah. I put I got a T for balloons on yeah. my hands. Tea I don't remember balloons. what T was for. What was T for? Nobody knows. I forgot. It was only an hour. Is that ago. for the hot sack? It was to give out the hot sack next. It was to give out the hot sack, and I put T as a joke. Yeah. And it actually made me not remember <laughs> it. It was T for Teco. And I oh. said it made me remember hot sack and it yeah. didn't. Thank God you guys are here. Yeah. Um and I think uh is that it for me? That's all I got. It's it? your turn, yeah. Yeah. Jimmy D's. Uh Jimmy Jimmy D's. Uh, we do have a uh, new scope member of the month. We do. Uh, the new scope member of the month was unanimously voted. Uh, you've heard of her, probably. Probably uh, too much. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, she's been around. I mean, yeah. that's just just say that. Yeah. Um, she's married now, much, yeah. but before those I mean, days. Yeah. I mean, I mean, she has. I mean, permanent rug burns on her knees mm-hmm. and gravel because she'll go down on anybody anywhere. It's like a challenge almost. Yeah. Like, you won't go down on me, bro. And she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> Her voice does sound like that. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah you she, should hear yeah. When she gets yeah. turned on, she yeah. sounds, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's because she's been smoking cigars for years. Yeah. 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 So uh, from she's originally from Coney Island. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where she, you know, originally was able to deep throat the large uh, fair hot dogs. Yeah, you know how dogs. there was that big craze where everybody would do like hot dog eating contests? She started yeah. those like accidentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she, but with dicks. She was, she was training. <laughs> Yeah. She was training and they were like, oh, fuck, what are you winning for that? And she was like, nothing. That's I'm just doing. Yeah. She actually was eating the guy named Oscar mm-hmm. yeah, and his friend Meyer. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it is uh, Kylie, uh, formerly Fuhrer Balls, um, Valencianato. <laughs> what is her last Viennacci, name? I think. Vin- Viennachos. Yeah. Yeah. So Kylie, uh, com- coming to you via nachos. I didn't know when to ding that. I was supposed to ding after the name was announced. Yeah, but so congratulations, Kylie. It was so obscure. Uh, Ky- Kayla? What was her name? I already forgot her name. Anyway, she's very forgettable. Uh, Pile of fire sticks. Pile. <laughs> <laughs> Rub them together. They yep. give you a blowjob. Yep. And I don't know about her. I'd like to say in advance that I'm sorry about the upcoming month. Yeah, we should have gave it to Nick. That's fine, though. We can change it. He sort of wins. Okay, so Nick Viennachos, <laughs> you are the Scout Member of the Month. Congratulations, sir. Can we just do a couple? Can they be a couple? No. No. We can do a couple. Sure. Really? Why not? We did Josh Burton's wife. Yeah. Well, everybody did Josh Burton's wife. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing her. So why not? Yeah. Might as well put it to good You use. know what? I think that's good because if we gave her... That satisfaction. <laughs> She's so I'm just, sad I just right go now. over the top. <laughs> we have to give it to Nick and Mike DeFrancisco. Congratulations, all three of you, <laughs> together as a love triangle. Yes. You are the Sculpt members of the month. Yeah. That just happened right now. Mike holds the camera. We already had, we already he, had everything. He, he mans so. the tripod. He does. Yeah. He, does. He, is the tripod. he is the tripod. He just leans yeah. forward with his phone. And he visualizes yeah. everything. Yeah. Very good. On rear-facing camera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations, you trifecta. That's All pretty right. much it. All right. Um, if you're on Reddit, go to r 4 slash Sofa King podcast and Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We are at Sofa King podcast. Uh, just share, like comment, do all that good stuff. You can win free items that we give away each week. Um, what's her name? McCann just won something. Um, Nancy McCann. She just won Madeline, something. Madeline, Madeline McCann, McCann yeah. just won something on Twitter. Uh, for didn't re- know. that was our, that was our topic for reposting something on Instagram. Good job. Um, <laughs> I'm at Raised with Wolves. We have Sofa King Britain, Sofa King Dave, and uh, go to patreon.com backslash Sofa King podcast. And um, you can get free bonus episodes. Well, they're not free because you're paying for them on Patreon, but all of our patrons get bonus episodes 
Um, and then we also have early episodes and also live footage, live feed. So people right now are already have that, uh, bacon code. Yep. Early. So, yeah. So if you're burning through episodes, that yep. is true. They got early access yep. to the code. If you're burning through episodes and every week you wish you had more, yep. it's only a dollar to get four more episodes yep. a month. Yeah. Correct. Or whatever we choose to do. Could do more. Could do more or less. Can't do less. We could do more. more. Yeah. Could do more. We could. We should surprise them one time. We could do more like Kylie. She always does more. Mm -hmm. But anyway. Is that it? That's it. I think so. You got it all. Yeah. Spotify playlist. I don't remember anymore. Yep. I forget. You said all the Reddit stuff? I did. Okay. Don't be retarded. That was that was in and it squashed the whole beef. Uh, I'm so incredibly nasty Yes, my mama slapped me when she had me Told me get your ass out with your daddy Talk hella trash and my teachers couldn't stand me Used to call me bastard and told me I was trashy Unsupervised child, they call me a latchkey At risk youth from a single parent family Nuts got hairy and my voice got raspy Who's were getting acne, I was getting savvy Yes, I'm a bad motherfucker, understand me Who are beating broken glass, rapping in the alley Got my hands dirty, I was hiding in a trash heap Hopping out, knocking out cats, grabbing they 10 speed Little boys and the girls, they both pack heat Both had something I need from them in they pants seat Bros got the booty all built up in the backseat Dudes got they lunch money boosted and they ass beat Can I get it back? Fuck no, nah, don't even ask me When you see the preacher, keep your peace and don't you dare speak None of y'all snitches ain't in the same class is me we ain't the same cause you wrote a couple raps g that cover charge that you paying is my salary merchandise you carry your way is all tax free facing all my bills and i count my money carefully bet your fucking ass ain't nobody ever jacked me you's a bad motherfucker man on the other hand you never see a sucker stand close to where the brothers stand you goddamn right about that i me so pissed off i wanna fight i'm out back you a bad motherfucker man on the other hand you never see a sucker stand close to where the brothers stand you goddamn right about that i me so pissed off i wanna fight i'm out back My nuts done swung All around the planet Where the fuck y'all from? I already captured it I bust my gun Had a little cannon kid Caught a little accident Slid him in the ambulance He asked for this rumble His ass got trouble I'm picking glass out of my knuckles Like that's comfortable Where you running to? You ever want a true bad motherfucker? You accept no substitute No understudy dudes And no number two Trust when it come to busting loose I'm the ugly truth You ever want the proof? You can check the documents or you just watch the kid break dawn with my fist the most some shit your old lady grabbing on the kid like she chose me police captain ain't attempting to hold me her og mac with a 38 told me it's a bad motherfucker man on the other hand you never see a sucker stand close to where the brother stand you goddamn right about that me so pissed off i wanna fight him out back you a bad motherfucker man on the other hand you never see a sucker stand close to where the brother stand you goddamn right about that so pissed off, I wanna fight him out back, uh, like that. <laughs> <laughs>